Hey, what's up? This is Joseph Cisack with the Factor Points Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 7. I should start saying the far and few between episodes of the Factor Points Podcast. But hey, I'm glad to be with you today. I'm glad that you are with me and that you are listening. And what I'd like to do is a part two to Episode 6, which was entitled Our Most Important Work. There's more to be said about that, more to learn about that. And so this is going to be a short one, nice and quick, but I feel it's important uh, to continue our understanding of this area of our most important work. So I want to go back to a verse that we started with in episode six, which was Matthew chapter six and uh, excuse me, Matthew chapter seven, verse 22. And it says, actually, I'll start with 21. It says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven will enter. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Verse 23 says, and then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Again, notice the words of Jesus. I never knew you. And so we talked in the first episode on this part one of this about knowing him as our most important work. So yes, there are several different ways we can talk about how we know him, but to know Jesus is the most important work because he said, depart from me, not because you didn't prophesy, they prophesied, not because you didn't cast out demons, they did that, not because you didn't perform miracles. They even performed miracles I believe in the name of Jesus, but they could do all of those things. It's possible to do all of those things and yet not still know Jesus. Therefore, I would state to you that knowing him in intimate relationship is our most important work here on earth. What I want to include with that is that it's not just our most important work here on earth, but knowing Jesus is a transcending work that goes beyond our life here on earth. We talked last time about eternal life and that everyone's going to live forever in terms of existence, but not everyone's going to have eternal life. You're either going to have eternal life or eternal death. With Jesus, eternal life. Knowing Jesus, eternal life. Apart from Jesus, not knowing Jesus, no intimate relationship with him, then there's no other alternative. There's no in-between state or place. There's only life or death. And the alternative is eternal death and damnation. In John chapter 17, verse 1, it says this, Jesus spoke these things and lifting up his eyes to heaven, he said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so that the son may glorify you. Even as you gave him authority over all flesh, that to all whom you have given him, he may give eternal life. So Jesus is speaking kind of in the uh, second person of, of himself, and he's talking about himself, talking to the Father about himself, and saying what he himself has done for those who believe in him and follow him. Again, to all whom you have given him he may give eternal life. So what does Jesus give the people that the Father gave him? I want to make sure you get that. 
the fathers involved in you coming to know the Lord, Jesus, and when you come to know Jesus, Jesus gives you something. What is it that Jesus gives you? The end of verse 2, he may give eternal life. Then in verse 3, he describes it. This is eternal life. I love this because we don't have to guess at what it is. We don't have to be limited in our uh, carnal, uh, finite understanding of what eternal life is. Jesus tells us this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. This takes us to a whole nother level because what it tells us is that eternal life is not simply living forever. But according to Jesus, eternal life is something that you only get from him. You only get to him by being led by the Father, and you can include the Holy Spirit in that as well, because no man comes to Jesus without the Holy Spirit working on their hearts. So the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all work together in partnership, in unison, to bring an unbeliever to Christ, they become a believer, and when they become a believer, they receive eternal life, and this is eternal life. Notice his language. It doesn't say that you may live forever. And, and you know, from our basic understanding of English, we would go eternal plus life equals live forever. That's not the way Jesus does math. That's not the way he does this equation. He says, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God. The word says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. No one comes to eternal life, which is knowing God, according to Jesus, except through Jesus. So once again, we're paying close attention to the language here. This is eternal life that they may, two words, know you. If we go back to Matthew chapter 7, 23, where we were in our last episode, and I'm referring back to it here in Matthew 7 and 23, and then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Man, so I never knew you, therefore depart from me. But if you got eternal life, to really have eternal life, it's because and only because you know me. The purpose of me sharing this message, especially as it relates to factor points and being a disciple of Jesus Christ, is that everything we, sh we do should in some way be connected to knowing Jesus. Depart from me, I never knew you, and this is eternal life to know him or to know you, the only true God. So the things that we do, our habits, our behavior, the, the doings of life, the doings of our Christian walk and behavior, it should be to know him and should come from knowing him. I'm going to say that again. The things that we do should be pointed to know him, factor points. And the things that we do should come from knowing him. What does that mean? It means that if Jesus is the center point of our activity, it draws us closer to knowing him. And then from knowing him, we do things that are a reflection of who we become through that intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. 
it's it's the ultimate factor point. It's it's what worship, learn, and serve is all about. Those are the three main points of the factor points ministry of the three main points of this podcast. He's here, we worship, he knows, we learn, he's able, we serve. It's our premise, it's our focus that when we do these three things habitually as disciples of Jesus Christ, we know him. And so we do these things to know him. And as we do these things, that that knowing becomes more and more intimate. And then from that, knowing him, we do other things to serve the world around us. So I want to encourage you to simplify. One of the things that, um, I don't say this to brag, but I'm, I give God glory because it's what he's gifted me and anointed me to do, is that people have said to me, you know, over years of ministry, man, you made it so simple. You made it so plain. I really thank God for that, especially when someone, for example, I've had parents come to me and say, man, my kid was really paying attention. My, my eight-year-old, my 10-year-old was really paying attention because you delivered in the, the message in such a way that they could understand. I think that's one of the greatest compliments anyone, any speaker, especially a, a pastor or a teacher of scripture could receive. I want to encourage you right now with the simplicity of the gospel and the simplicity of being a disciple of Jesus Christ, the simplicity of living a life that's pleasing in his sight. I think there are many things in our culture and especially in church culture that can just layer stuff on top of stuff, religion on top of religion, ritual on top of ritual, tradition, so many different things that we add to this Christian walk that God, it's not that he's unconcerned with and they're not important. They're just not the primary thing. The primary thing is to know him, the one true God. It's our most important work. Know God. Know Christ and him crucified, his resurrection. To know his love for you, to know his love for the church, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. There's so much knowing just in John 3.16. We, we discover things about God's love for this fallen and broken world. We discover that that when we know him, we know that he doesn't just care about something and, and just let it ride. He cares about it and he does something about it. He gives. And he doesn't just give a little token or a little tip. He he gives the the most valuable thing heaven has to offer. He gives his son and and his son gives his life. And so all of these things reveal who he is. We know him through his works. We know him through having a deeper understanding, meditating on his works and his ways and his word. And so it's that we could say is like this preeminent aspect of our walk with him is what God wants from us, is what God has done for us. He wants us to know him and he wants to know us. Now you might say, well, what do you mean he wants to know us? Of course he knows you. He's, he's God. He's, he's omniscient. He knows everything. Yeah, it's not what I'm talking about. Of course, he knows everything. He knows you through and through, top to bottom, inside out. But that's knowing about. He wants that intimate relationship with you. I'll tell you this and stick with me here. You know, when Joseph and Mary were together and, and Mary was pregnant with Jesus, Scripture says that, that Joseph did not know her 
until after Jesus was born. So K-N-O-W, what kind of knowing are we talking about here? We're, we're not talking about knowledge and relationship of his wife. Of course he knew her. We're talking about intimacy. We're talking about the fact that Joseph did not have sexual relationships with Mary until after Jesus was born. Why do I say that to you? Because scripture uses the word know, K-N-O-W, to intimate and, and highlight the most intimate relationship possible between two human beings. So when Jesus says, depart from me, I never knew you, or this is eternal life to know you, the only true God, it's taking what, what, what it's previously demonstrated in scripture as intimate physical relationship and projecting that onto intimate spiritual relationship. Do you get that? What happens in an intimate physical relationship? Well, two become one, right? Uh, there's, there's the deepest level of intimate physical connection. So when Jesus talks about, I never knew you, or this is eternal life, to know you, God, capital Y, you, the only true God, he's talking about the highest level of spiritual intimacy with a living God. God is spirit. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. We're made in his image and likeness that makes us spirit also. At the very core of our being, we are spiritual beings. So summing it up this way, knowing him goes beyond our flesh. It goes beyond our mental understanding. It goes to the depths of who we are at a spiritual level and connecting to God, spirit to spirit. That's your number one work. And it literally is the definition according to Jesus. Once again, John 17 and verse three, this is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God. I'm going to read it again because I want you to meditate on it. I want it to resonate in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, and at the deepest core, your spirit. This is eternal life. I'm going to personalize it that you may know God because he is the only true God. God bless you. Thank you for listening. This is a core teaching and principle of what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, to know him, the one true and living God. This is our most important work. God bless you. I love you. More to come from the Factor Points podcast. Hey, can you do me a favor? Pray for me. I'm going to be praying for you and give a review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get in this podcast. I got some big things coming, but I'll be honest with you. I got a lot of warfare coming at me, but I'm trusting God. I'm going to move forward and God's going to be glorified in this work of the gospel and preaching the gospel and building the kingdom is going to be done for his glory. I'm going to do my part and whatever I can do to help you fulfill yours, I'm honored to do so. God bless you. God love you. He's here. He knows he's able.